well, um, I was actually. How's it going? Don't mind us. Yeah, do you want to join the podcast? Uh, no, not particularly. Do you have oh, any... Uh, can do. Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Champions League this morning. <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, ask us a question. Oh, <laughs> the furious character. Yeah. Just one of our, just one of our regular listeners. Yeah, he just um, came to say hello. He was, he was supporting Chelsea. Yes, I think he had everything yeah, with Chelsea great. that he was wearing. That's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. They won this morning. Yeah, apparently. That's very good. Yeah, I haven't verified that fact. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a series of photos. Um, okay. This is so. This was relevant right when we were, we were filming the day before this happened. What happened? Um, the, when we did our last episode, we were filming the day before this happened. I'm what gonna happened? Explain, I'm going to get into it. <laughs> so um, okay. So Elon went on um, oh, yeah, Saturday yeah. Night Live. Yeah, yeah, the day yeah. before. Now it's no longer relevant. Yeah. But this would have been a really funny um, way to intro it, even yeah. if it came out like a week after. But yeah. it still, still has been too long. Okay. But here we go. This is this is the. Um, volatility of it while he's um, while he's going. Oh yeah. So um, oh. so this guy like found the moments. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, Saturday yeah. Night Live. Yeah. So in the first mention of Dogecoin, yeah. um, Elon was there with his mum yeah. on um, Saturday Night Live. The the price was sixty five cents. Yeah. Um, when he was um when he was a um a doctor, he was at sixty four cents. Yeah. When he was um Whoa. on a normal skit, it was fifty three cents. He's this guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> fifty five cents. <laughs> Crypto analyst Elon, 50 cents. And then um, oh, when he was Wario, 50 cents. <laughs> and then Cowboy Elon went back up to 57. <laughs> um, and at the end, 54. Wow. Yeah, so um, he, well, was on, he was on every single skit, yes. uh, apparently. So, yeah, that was, um, yes. that well, was we, interesting. Do you, you listen to that podcast about Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. When, um, he just said, you know, if I'm here, let's just do it. Yeah, for sure. Which makes a lot of sense. Busy yeah. guy. Make the, make the most of it. Yeah. Be on every single one. He works hard. Yeah, that's true. This is lucky number 13. Yes. Welcome to HQLA episode 13. True, it is 13. That is right. Okay, so episode 13. That's our that's our intro. Yeah, I was going with it, but now <laughs> anyway, you've disrupted the flow. All right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not in the flow state. Um, okay, so uh, I've got two things to talk about. Yes. So, so I should be with the first, first one. Yeah. Um, okay, so maybe we should... First of all, introduce where we are. Yes, we're in the elevator. We're not in the elevator. <laughs> we're near the elevator. <laughs> we are near the elevator and we've met some of uh, some of the neighbours. Some live, of the neighbours. Who live here. Uh, and uh, the reason we're here is because it's cold and rainy outside. And uh, as I think as we demonstrated in one of our episodes, I'm not sure if we did, um, Isaac's apartment, great place, excellent view. But terrible audio. I think we just ignored that. Did we? Okay. Yeah. If you'll hear in one of our episodes when we're... Episode 10. Episode 10. We're on the roof. Or, and the other mm. one where we... That's like the episode first one. Episode one is we're on the roof. And yeah. then 10, we're in the kitchen. Yeah. And both of them, you can hear like a lot of interference, like radio interference. Yeah. And uh, that's because there's some huge antenna things quite close. And so it's being beamed into Isaac's brain <laughs> all and the time so, all the time constantly makes me feel good which explains a lot of how he acts yeah so microwaved brains he's just fully cooked <laughs> okay so uh, I got two things I was going to talk about um, first one uh, is a crypto guarantee uh, yes here we go <laughs> I'm excited okay cool I thought you know it's good for us to be a bit more literate in the crypto world because it's it's a big thing at the moment it's not necessarily very bullish right now um, but I, it's just getting a lot of um, conversation in the media and also just in general day-to-day um, -day life. I'm finding myself in yeah, talking to people who – so I was at work the other day and <laughs> you're, in the, you're in a group – you're in a um, um, crypto group. Yeah, without I? saying too much about what I, <laughs> where I work, <laughs> I'm, I've found myself in a crypto, crypto interest group. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> with people who I just never would have uh, expected to be in that with. Yes. So – 
in saying saying all of that, we should we should have a conversation about some crypto stuff. Okay. So we've talked about Ethereum. Yes, we have. And yep. we've probably mentioned some Bitcoin stuff, although yeah. we haven't really delved into it. We just it. bring everything back to to um, Bitcoin. True, you know. as I will be doing today as well. We did talk about, well, we talked about Bitcoin mining. So We did, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yes, we talked about Marathon. Yes. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, which is also um, a bit controversial at the moment with the whole uh, eat, like uh, environmental sustainability government mm. governance stuff. Wow, ESG. Uh, yeah, you know, like it's Very getting good. A, it's getting a lot of mentions. Yeah. So we'll just see how. There was a big segment on in the thing that I went to in um, Sydney about ESG. But mm. yes, anyway, continue. Yeah, it's a big thing. Okay, so the coin that I'm going to talk about is called Nano. Nano. Have you ever heard of it? I think I've got some. Really? Uh, let me check. Okay, you check. I'll start talking. So, um, it used to be called... Uh, no, no, no. It's Luna that I've got. I always get confused. Okay. I got Luna, Luna, Luna and Solana. I suppose it's, it's still like another four-letter yeah. word, so it seems to sounds, me. Sounds similar, yeah. Um, okay, so it used to be called Rayblox. Okay. Not to be <laughs> confused with Roblox. Roblox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the ticker, I assume you call it a ticker in crypto. I don't know. Who knows? The ticker used to be XRB and it's now Nano. Okay. Um, so uh, the way these things work is... Um, crypto spec. With, with all of these... <laughs> not really. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> with all of these, <laughs> with all of these kind of like alternative coins, um, what you'll find is there's a company behind them that have created them and that are kind of doing all of the technical infrastructure and development and stuff. So, in this situation, the company is called Nano Foundation, and the actual currency is called Nano. Okay. So, the director and founder is, his name's Colin. Now, I should, before I say his last name, I constantly do a thing where I do my research, (laughs) and I write people's names down, and in my head, they don't look that hard to say. Yeah. And then I get to hear and realize I've never said it before. Yes. And I'm about to butcher his last name. Yep. Say Chamath's last name first. Vala <laughs> <laughs> Hapatitatas. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the worst I've ever said it. Yeah. Um, okay. I should really just figure out how to say it because you do keep asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> you think I'd pick that up by now. Um, okay. So his name's Colin Lamahio. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It, I'll spell his last name. L-E, then capital M-A-H-I-E-U. Okay. Okay. So a little bit of background on Colin. Uh, so his education is Bachelor in commu- uh, Computer Science, which is awesome. He graduated in 2006. And qu- quick breakdown of his career is he worked, uh, first place that he worked was a company called eLoyalty um, as a software engineer in 2007. Then moved to Dell as a software developer in 2010. Uh, then AMD. AMD is um, a good one. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. As a software uh, <laughs> development engineer in yep. 2012 company called National Instruments in 2013, just for a year. I haven't heard of them. Excuse me. And uh, then Qualcomm. Uh, Qualcomm as a software um, engineer in 2014 uh, and then um, started Nano Foundation in December 2017. Okay, so that's 2017. And it now has 11 staff members. Yeah, cool. Which isn't really that many. Um, Six of them are engineers. Yep. uh, A project manager, comms manager, uh, one legal uh, person and uh, two directors himself and another lady. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like how much customer support can you possibly need for a currency? It's like totally. it's either there or it's not, you know. So <laughs> I think there's a lot of things like I'm assuming, I don't really know, but I'm assuming the comms manager, uh, they have a lot of like um, uh, curated uh, forums and um, they have like representatives, sorry, representatives from the company who I think are just voluntary um, in each country. And so they're like the representative for Brazil, for Nano, for example. Yeah, right. And then they kind of like help to um, moderate forums that have been set up by Nano Foundation. And so it's all kind of like fairly moderated and curated. And so I assume that's what a lot of the comms manager does. Um, so in saying that, I'll talk to, let's talk a little bit about the characteristics of Nano, right? Okay, yep. Um, so there's no fees. Literally no fees, fees, which is pretty amazing um, because with stuff like Ethereum and Bitcoin and I mean, I don't know every coin, but most coins, from what I can tell, they have some sort of um, 
to create like to um, to generate the coin or to authenticate the transaction, there's some sort of monetary reward. You know, so we talked yeah. about like um, proof of work where um, you've got you know huge warehouses full of servers, and those people are generating like little percentages of coins that are being yeah, yeah. Made, like come into existence. Yeah. So they're making income, right? Same with Ethereum, like it's proof of stake. Uh, at at some point, like Ethereum two point So um, and so those people are getting a little percentage as they um, confirm transactions yeah, and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have to pay for that. So if I send you two dollars um, using Ethereum, uh, it's probably not going to be worth my while. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Nano, it could be because yeah, there's no fees, right. so it could be really good for these little lightweight transactions. Yeah, okay. Um, so it, the tracks, the transactions happen in less than a second. Oh yeah. Um, and it's fully decentralized and it's environmentally friendly, um, which I'll explain how the like confirmation or the validation bit works because that's where it starts to usually in the validation point, like in Bitcoin, that's where it becomes environmentally not friendly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll tell you how that works in a sec. Yeah. Um, so the sole so the po- sole purpose is just free transfer of value. Yeah. So there's no smart contracts. There's no staking. There's no second layer. There's nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and so it was first introduced in 2014 um, and it was called Rayblox, as I said, X- yeah. XRB. Um, and then it was rebrand branded in 2018 to Nano. What I don't know, because it's actually not a really, it's, there's not a lot of content on Nano. If you look it up and research it, there's some videos and some stuff, but it's not, it's nothing, it's not quite, it's not huge. And so I, what I couldn't quite find in the time that I had to research was how Colin came to acquire Rayblox and then rebranded into Nano. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whether he started Rayblox, I don't actually know. Okay. Um, and so they changed it to Nano because they thought the name represents like the speed and the simplicity of the project. Yeah. Right. Which like when you hear Nano, I guess it makes sense. Like yeah. Nano second. Very quick. Very, yeah. Very fast. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I was thinking about the small transactions, but yeah, that's um. So um, the architecture is a bit different. So usually um, with a blockchain something like Bitcoin, blockchain, sorry. Uh, It's literally just, as it sounds like, it's just a chain of blocks. Within each block, there's a bunch of transactions which get validated um, by uh, different servers or different nodes. Yeah. Right? But in this situation, uh, it's called a block lattice. Lattice. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I've heard this term in biology. Okay, yeah. So you'll you'll hear lattice in um, biology, like DNA lattice or whatever it is. Um, And you also see like people you know use a lattice to like um hang vines on you know and a a lattice kind of just intersects continually and so um there's no single chain right it's a lattice of chains that are intersecting and so each address so um, i would be an address if i hold some um nano each address has their own chain okay you have a chain i have a chain and uh only i can update my chain and uh, and one block in my chain is a transaction. Okay. Okay. So then, but how does that get validated? Because you've got a chain, I've got a chain, all these other people have chains. Yeah. How does it get validated into a, like a correct lattice? Okay, yeah. So the validation process is it's performed by representatives. So the representatives are kind of like what the miners do. Okay. Um, and, and so these people are the people who validate. Yeah. <laughs> you keep thinking it's yeah, this floor. It's not this floor. <laughs> I think the number is cropped out, so you can't see it moving oh, really? up and down. True. Okay. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, um, that would have been good. <laughs> okay. So the, val- the validators are called representatives, and yep. when they get to a certain s- capacity, they're called um, uh, they're called principal representatives. Okay. And so uh, the purpose of these people, or the purpose of these um, nodes, is to broadcast the transactions to other representatives. So basically, to say. Here's the transactions that I um, have seen that have happened. Yeah. Do these reflect what you know? Right. Have happened in the network. So that's kind of constantly happening. Yeah. And there's minimal computing power. So let's say, for example, um, uh, a representative broadcasts a transaction to another representative and there's a conflict. Yeah. Then in that point, uh, all the representatives are required to vote on the correct block. Yes. Okay. So kind of imagine... Uh, imagine that uh, your your block your chain is going like this, my chain is going like this, and basically what these representatives are doing is going 
Yes, that block's correct. Yes, that block's correct. Yes, that block's correct. Yes, that block's correct. And it's continually, and then it kind of makes like a lattice structure with, yeah, like you've done a transaction in your chain there, and then there's this re- the reciprocal transaction in my chain there. Yep, yep. that's correct. And it kind of is matching them like that. Yeah. So, as I said, no conflict, pretty pretty minimal computing power. It's just communication. Yeah. When there is a conflict, then the representatives all vote on the correct block. Yes. Yeah. So, how... What are the representatives and how do they become representative? Well, that's just what I was thinking. Yes. So, um, the, the representatives are chosen using a voting system. Okay. And so, the, the, ro- the voting system is called ORV, which is Open Representative Voting. And it uses, uh, so each user, so you're a user, I'm a user. Yeah. I choose a representative and delegate my balance to that representative. Doesn't mean you hold my balance, but it means that. Uh, you're responsible for validating my chain. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, and so uh, the bigger the balance, so let's say uh, it's it's a bad example because uh, let's say the camera over there is our representative. Yeah. <laughs> um, and both of us use that as our representative. The more the the larger the fund balance that that representative holds, the more voting power it has. Right, okay. Okay? And at any point, you can change. You could say, oh, actually, I'm going to go with that other representative. And you can you can grab the address of that representative, enter that into who your representative is. Right. And then now that's your representative. Okay. Okay? And so it's, it's a little bit similar to proof of stake because um, you remember in proof of stake, you have to put up and lock like 32 Ethereum. Yes. And that gives you the ability to validate transactions. Yeah. In this situation... It's similar. That representative is is in a way, ha- like holding um, a balance of nano. Okay. And similar to the way the Ethereum works, the more balance or the larger the balance that that representative holds, the more power they have. Okay. Um, and so there's no reward for the representatives. What? And they get what? What's the benefit of the voting power again? Well, it'll become more um, obvious when you see who they are. Okay. Because uh, it's not usually just individuals. Um, right. But the incentive is more so to secure the nano network itself because the the theory is that the representative has invested interest in the network yep. and so it's in their best interest to secure it and it doesn't actually cost that much to do. Yep. And so that's kind of why they would do it, apparently. Right. So representatives, they're often like businesses and exchanges. Yes. They can be wallets and normal people. But they're usually just the top two businesses. Yeah, okay. and, um, so some examples, I had a look. I probably need to send you some links because there's some really, really, really cool data you can... There's like a website you can go to and it's literally showing you all the validations happening all at the same time. It's showing you what block they're on, oh, what yeah. number. It's like some really cool stuff. How many representatives are online right now, stuff like that. So got some of that data. So you can also see the top, the top representatives. So I've got the top three. So the, the top representative is called uh, 465 Digital Investments Node 1. And so their first delegation was in February 2021. So remember, a delegation is you saying, yeah, you can validate all of my transactions. Okay, okay. yes. So yep. in February 2021, which was pretty recently, that that's basically when they started. It's located in the UK. You can find all this information online. It's located in the UK. It's got a dedicated server. Now, the voting weight is 21 million nano which is 15% of total nano in the world. Okay. And what's that valued at in like dollars? Oh, no. It's currently $9. Okay. I think it's about $9 right now. Right. Okay. So nine times 21. Right. I don't know what that is. Nine times 21. But remember, they don't necessarily own that. That's just, I guess, the total amount of funds uh, owned by the people who've asked them to represent Okay. Them. And so the interesting thing is the actual, so that's 15% of the total quantity um, on the market. The actual weight, the vote weight that they had when I looked at it yesterday was actually 20% because there's a bunch of um, representatives who aren't always online. Yes. When they're not online, uh, they basically, the, the those who are online have a higher percentage uh, of a vote because the people who hold, say someone holds like 10%, then that 10% is basically not part of the total voting rights at that point in time because they're not even online. Okay. So then now everyone else gets a little bit more of a percent. So they only, the really weird thing, and I actually don't know what's going on here. Get okay. that out of the way while we're not Perfect. recording. 
Um, okay, so the really weird thing about uh, 465 Digital Investments is that there's only 24 delegators. So there's only 24 people who own that 21 million nano valued at uh, approximately $9. Yes, okay. That have delegated it. So that's a very strange thing to me. Yeah, So fairly central. Welcome back. Hi Sorry about the disruption. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so that's really strange. 24 delegators is not very many for 21 million nano. Second one's Kraken Exchange. Have you ever heard of Kraken? No. I've heard there's a podcast I listen to and the guy always talks about Kraken. I've never, ever been on it. Uh, their first delegation was November 2019, located in the USA, and they use an Amazon EC2 server, ah. um, which is cool. And uh, they have 10 million nano, so versus 21 million on the number one position, and they have about 8% uh, total voting weight, and it was 10% yesterday when I looked of those that were online. And they have 10,000 delegators, okay. which is more realistic. Right. As opposed to 24 for 21 million nano. Yes, so, so. they're so they're much more decentralized, you could say. Yes, yeah, so that, that's an exchange. So uh, uh, my understanding is, uh, and the third is Binance. So my understanding yes. is basically if you go on Binance and hold it in your wallet, they're going to be your, automatically they're going to be your delegator. Yeah. So basically what that's saying is there's 10,000 people who are on Kraken or use the Kraken exchange to delegate their yeah. nano. So that's a good indicator of volume on the exchange. Um, Binance, as I said, was the third in line. Uh, their first delegation was September 2018, so it's the oldest of the three. Yeah, They're located in Japan, which is cool. Um, and they also use the Amazon server, and they've got 7 million nano, um, which is about 5 to 6%, and 49,000 delegators versus 10,024. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then just a little bit more about the coin. So the market cap, do you want to guess? So sorry. Do you want to guess what the market cap rank is? So, like, if you look at these coins on Binance, oh, of all of, of how many? Yeah, okay. So right. obviously, Bitcoin being number one, probably Ethereum number two. Isn't it Coin? Don't you look at Coin? Um, coin market cap. There's a website called Coin Market Cap, yep. which is owned by Binance. Yep. Um, and then that's that's like. Yep. Yeah, it just ranks them all. Well, they also, I think, if you look at all of the coins on Binance on your phone or whatever, it ranks. Oh, them it still in. ranks it anyway. Yeah, it's the same system. Exactly. Um, so, do you want to guess? What I guess number they that are? it is number. Uh, 17. 81. 81. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty small. So I'll give you an example. So mark, the market cap's 1.2 billion. This is all in Australian dollars. Yes. Um, which was down 10% yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Like with, in a 24-hour period. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bitcoin gold market cap, just because it's similar, is 1.4 billion. Yeah, okay. Which was only down 2% yesterday. Yeah. Bitcoin itself, market cap, do you want to have a guess? Do you know? Yesterday in uh, Australian dollars, eight hundred and fifty billion. Oh, eight hundred and eighty billion. Oh, that was pretty close. <laughs> it was down five percent yesterday. Yes. Um, and then Doge. Doge. <laughs> Do you want to have a guess? Uh, it's, I guess that Doge at the moment is two hundred and thirty billion. Nah, fifty-three billion. Ah, okay. down five percent. Yes. Um, it's come down hard since uh, the other week. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Hey. Um. So the market cap was one point two billion. Exchange volume is a hundred million. So. Uh, that's 8% of the market cap is currently sitting on the exchange. Yes. Um, which is interesting. I guess the rest of it's just locked in wallets. But that's just the Binance exchange, isn't no, it? No, no, no. That's, that's all exchange. of the exchange. Right, okay, cool. 8% of it is on exchanges right now. Yep. Uh, network data as of 11.40 a.m. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. What was yesterday? The 29th of uh, May? Yes. Uh, the latest block was block number... 120,134,529. Wow. Good stat. Yes. <laughs> You'll remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's a fixed circulating supply. So this is awesome because it's not inflationary. Um, so the, the supply is 133,248,260. Yes. And it can't expand. doesn't expand. And it's a random number to pick for something that can't expand. Yes. And they're all currently already in supply. So it's not like Bitcoin where they have to be mined. Yes. Okay. Um, and the ledger size, which is really interesting, which is if you stored the data from all transactions to date, do you want to guess how big, um, how much memory you would need to store all of the data? Uh, one million terabytes. 50 gigabytes. Okay. Wow. Yes. Right. Yeah, so really, it's very small. Really, really small. Yeah. Um, and online at that point in time, there was only 88 principal representatives. So these are representatives like Binance, Kraken, the yep. first one that I mentioned. Um, 24, out of, 24 hour data 
So on-chain volume was uh, 2.2 million uh, yesterday, which was up 15%. I'm going to assume a lot of that was selling because the price went down 10%. Yes. Um, confirmed transactions were 1.7 million yesterday, which was up 33%, which is really interesting in 24-hour period. That's up a lot. Um, and to put in perspective, just in, 20, in the 24-hour period, period yesterday, sorry, Bitcoin transaction fees that were paid to miners totaled $3.3 million Australian dollars. Okay, yeah. So that's kind of showing that's the money that was spent on Bitcoin uh, to validate all of their transactions. Yes. And zero was spent on um, Nano. Yes. Which is kind of interesting. No fees. Uh, Long-term performance. So this is interesting. All-time high. Do you want to guess? It's currently at, what's the current price? Current price is $9.40. Uh, $28. Uh, $49. Oh, okay. In January 2018. So that uh, seems to be right around the time that they changed the branding of the yes. coin. Right. Basically went down from there and it started to go back up when there was all this hype um, around January. So um, all-time low, <laughs> less than a cent. Yes, right. And do you know, you know when that was? Uh, last year, uh, March. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was March 2019. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty crazy. So it went all the way down to uh, 0.9 of a cent. Yes. Uh, and so the true believers would be millionaires by now. Yes. So the nano increase to the top to 49 dollars. Yes. Was uh, 1,100 times. Yes. Whereas Bitcoin, in that from its all-time low to its all-time high, only 550 times. Yes. Right interesting uh and then recent prices january 2021 start of this year dollar 30 coming back up off that price um april all-time high for this year i guess 52 day high uh 52 week yeah week high uh 17 dollars yes right up 13 x so if you had bought it in january you'd make 13 times yeah and then as of yesterday it was nine dollars 40 which is still up seven times since january but down 45%. Yes. Right. Um, which is, interestingly, in January 2021, Bitcoin was 32,000, right? Yeah. And in April, it was 84,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was up only 2.5%. Not 2.5%, 2.5 times. And as of May, it's, as of yesterday, it's at 47, uh, which is 1.5 times since January. Yes. So basically what that's saying is... Uh, Right now, if you had a bought in January, you'll have made 1.5 times your money with Bitcoin. But if you had a bought Nano, you'd make seven times your money. Yeah. Interesting to see right where now. it goes, though. All the, the whole crypto thing. Very interesting. Uh, so there's some scam issues at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and so apparently there's a new version called version two. Uh, sorry, version 22, um, which will resolve these problems. Okay. Apparently. But you just buy the dip now, you know? Gonna be gonna be recommending a scam coin for everyone. <laughs> everyone should, next thing you'll say everyone buy no, a ripple. No, no, no. See, let's just clarify. <laughs> I'm not necessarily recommending it. We're just We're just having a discussion. Yeah, we're just having a chat. It's the same as that grab um guy. Yeah. I'll mention him in the in the next uh, Okay. <laughs> so I know your next question. So what yeah. can I, what can I use nano what for? What can I use nano for? Exactly. <laughs> well, here's some interesting businesses that take nano. There's a barbecue food truck <laughs> and you get a free soda. It's, it's called And Also With Q. I don't know why it's called that, but that's the name of the food truck. There's a coffee roaster called Coffee Snobs. Construction materials called Donga. Gift cards Donga. called... <laughs> that's what it's called. Or Donga, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's a gift card. This is really interesting. So there's a gift card um, uh, website called CoinsB. CoinsB-E-E.com. And you can go on there and you can buy gift cards for like JB Hi-Fi or something. Oh, yep. probably not JB Hi-Fi, but something American. Like, uh, I, I've just forgotten every American <laughs> store. Walmart. Walmart, yes. <laughs> Home Depot. Yeah, Home Depot is a good one. So you could go on there and you could buy a Home Depot gift card with your Nano. Yes. So that's cool. That's very cool. I don't know how they tax that. Um, True. <laughs> you can. There's a hot sauce company called Pex Peppers. <laughs> Island S. <laughs> island um, ex expeditions called Desert Island Survival. Okay. There's a magic shop called Dreamland Magic. Outdoor outdoor equipment called Noltec Outdoors. You sound very relevant to our listeners. Tai Chi services called Meridian Connections. There's also a tax returns company called JaxTaxback.com. JaxTaxback. There's travel booking called Travala and truck parts called Das Trucks. Okay. <laughs> so basically, you could live your whole life on Nano. 
Yep, yep. Name something that you need outside of those. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't think of anything. Exactly. <laughs> so, naturally, well, how do you earn Nano? Because maybe do you, you don't want to buy it. Maybe you want to earn it. Oh, you earn, can. yes. So, there's a, there's a game called Counter-Strike. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> on which, apparently, you can do some sort of thing and you can... I don't know. I've never been on Counter-Strike. Apparently, there's some sort of thing. I don't know. A true expert. There's like a challenge you can do that you can earn Nano. I'd like to say... Um, between you know, between you talking about this and talking about Counter Strike, Counter Strike yeah. was the original NFT. Um, not not original, like they were the real NFT crazy market um, digital asset really uh, thing. So people used to earn crazy things on Counter Strike. This is like ten years ago. Yeah. Um, and sell them for ten thousand dollars to sell them for twenty thousand uh. dollars skins for your guns and stuff. Yes, that's right. Like getting a million kills on Counter-Strike or whatever. Yeah. You'd sell your skin for $10,000 that you unlocked. And there yes. was a whole trading marketplace for yeah, right. um, yeah, skins on Counter-Strike. So it, along, the, along that vein, and I don't know much about gaming stuff, but I was talking to a friend and his little brother sold his, I'm going to say Fortnite account. <laughs> I think it was Fortnite for a thousand bucks because he'd like gotten to a certain level. Okay. And someone yeah. bought it off him for a thousand bucks. Bought his, okay. All right. Bought the account. I don't know why. Anyway, um, there's another game called Just Cause. Yes. Have you heard of it? Yeah. So Just Cause Just 2, Cause. apparently you can earn Nano. Um, there's another thing. Wow. Thi- yeah. There you go. And then these next ones are really cool. So there's one called Wii Nano, um, which I need to show you. And we'll put this in the, um, we'll put this as some sort of visual, but check this out. So there's a thing called Wii Nano and uh, they basically have points of interest on a map that pay out that's near you. So it's, you remember when we were playing that game? What's that game where you had to go around and find the characters? You know, everyone was playing it for a bit. Oh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so go around and find the characters. Isn't that what you had to do? Can you be any more vague than that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I looked at this yesterday. I'm hoping there's still some stuff on here. Okay. Oh, come on. Oh, here we go. Okay, it's working. Okay, all right. So look look at this. I'll just bring my... Oh, here, here we go. go. All right. Okay, so this is a map. And again, we'll, we'll put this on. Uh, we'll put this on as a visual. So this is a map of Newcastle, for example, right? Okay, I can see two things. On so there. yes, there's, it's not you know even there being two things is impressive. Okay, I don't. So uh, yeah. this this is uh, showing you a company that takes Nano. So oh. there's a company called IC Solutions that you can literally pay with Nano. Okay, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And oh, let me close that. This these little things, the little squiggly lines, that is a point of interest at the Newcastle Uni. Where you can... New Nano friends. says you need to be within a, a thousand meters to receive a payout and you'll get 0.1 of a nano. Right. So it's like a check-in app. It's like Foursquare. Yeah, which is pretty cool. 0.1 of a nano. What's that, like 90 cents? I don't know. Is it $9? Oh, nine, yeah, sure. Yep, there 90 cents. That's like almost a dollar. It's like a free dollar. Yes, for just going to uni. You just have to go to the uni. Pretty cool. So that's a way you can earn it. And that's all around the world. Like if you look at <laughs> Sydney, there's a heap more options and I'm sure in uh, New York and LA and stuff. Yes. Um, you can, pl- you can go on a thing called Play Nano. Oh, you, so you can go on an app called Play Nano, um, where you can play betting games to win Nano. Oh yeah. That's cool. And then there's two other ones, which are really interesting. It's, there's a website called bit for tip, okay. bit, bit for tip, and you can earn coins by being helpful. Have you ever heard of th- this concept? No. So you can earn um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin cash and Nano. And, um, it's like people go on there and like, kind of like put questions. Yeah. And... Uh, they're like big questions. It's like uh, one question was like, uh, "How did like Elon? Di- how did how did this tweet by Elon Musk affect prices of Dogecoin or something?" And someone wants to find that out, and so they put it on this forum, and then if the person who gives the best answer can earn Nano. Okay, right. which is kind of cool. Um, and uh, there's another one called Quick Crypto, where you can uh, earn rewards for completing offers and watching ads. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's not bad. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. That's kind of that's kind of cool. It's better than earning um, cash for doing surveys or whatever. Because yeah. you could like you know make two dollars worth of value now. Yes. And it could be fifty bucks in the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it could be could be nothing. Yes, true. <laughs> it could be nothing. <laughs> um, so that is no no very um, good. So my conclusion is, uh, it is um, I like the concept. That it's um, a fixed supply, it's decentralized, uh, it's simple, it's fast, there's no fees. I think a lot of it makes a lot of logical sense. Yeah. I think it, it hits the problem, that it try, it's not trying to solve every problem. And so for that reason, it might be successful. 
um, we'll just it, you can't really track like you can't really predict this stuff because it's just all about acceptance. Yeah, it's yeah. about network effect. If you um, use it and I use it, then it's effective for us. And if all of our friends use it, then it's effective. And then yeah, for sure, it goes up in value. So yes, cool. Could be good, worth watching. Yeah, buy it at your own risk. Just a funny little follow on meme from Ooh, um, and we could so maybe right now. a funny like, little <laughs> follow on meme. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a funny follow-on meme from Nano is when I was watching like this YouTube video, <coughs> one little clip that they used was um, uh, Robin Williams in, he's like, Robin Williams, in some, he plays in some TV show where he's like an alien. Have you seen this? No. And he goes, Nanu, Nanu. <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, don't worry. <laughs> we'll put the clip back uh, down here. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny anyway, because it sounds like saying Nano. <clears throat> Until next week, Nanu, Nanu. So what do you got to tell me? You mentioned something okay. in that in that um I like you got a segue. Segue. Which was a little bit relevant. Good. I'm gonna be talking about yes. the second largest employer in America. Do you wanna guess what that is? Amazon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I figured it was time to do a a big See, conglomerate, that's a good vibe. conglomerate kind of um I, I inspired you. Do you wanna it's guess? It's like the West Farmers of yeah. of America. Well, yeah, except I mean they do it's different things. A lot cooler. Yes. <laughs> no, sorry. They've actually got an Instagram account. Yes. I'm assuming. <laughs> They're actually, yeah, so the the uh, market cap of Amazon is 1.6 trillion, which is 1. larger 6 than trillion. Wow. the uh, larger than the market cap of Australia as a whole. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind that's of right. funny. Yeah, true. Um, yes, I remember they overtook sometime in the last year. Yeah. Do you want to guess how many employees they do have? Okay. Um, I'm going to guess 120,000. <laughs> All right, they have um, 1,298,000 <laughs> employees. <laughs> right, isn't there only 25 million people in Australia? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Yes, so what what number did you guess? 120,000. Okay, so in December 2014, yeah. there were 154,000. So you would have been closer to correct Perfect. in, uh, in 2014. 2014. That makes me feel better. Okay, so 500,000 of those employees that they've got as at December 2020. Yeah. Um, were hired in 2020. Really? So, yeah. 500,000 in 2020? Yeah. So, okay. they would have had... Because there's so much shipping online. So, they would have had 700,000 before 2020. Wow. Um, yeah. So, one point, almost 1. 1.3 million, probably over 1.3 million by now. Yeah. Um, so, I want to talk, talk a little bit about the... Because uh, I always like the founder story, you know? Yeah, um, you do. You like a good story. I always like the, uh, the origin. It's good, good to hear how they started. Um, Tell us about they Jeffrey. Started. So, Jeffrey, um, I've got a, got a little bit of an origin story. He had a, he had a single mom You've growing got- up. <laughs> A single um, mum, just one. Just one single mum. <laughs> um, and, and he worked at uh, he worked at McDonald's as a line cook as his first job. His mum did. No, he did. <laughs> Forget his mum. I'm already over there. I'm already. <laughs> um, he graduated with uh, with degrees in electrical engineering and computer science. Uh, computer science um, again. Yes. So there's okay, another one. There you go. Yeah, there's another one. Good. Started working in banking on Wall Street. Did what? Um, <laughs> Yeah. As an electrical engineer. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't see the problem with that. Okay, cool. Um, well, he had computer science as well. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I get it. Okay, so he was doing um, something. Yeah, being yeah. quant stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and became the senior vice president of an investment firm when he was 30. Really? Um, so, yes, he was a... Um, I know this. He was a, a chief uh, hedge fund manager. He was a chief? He was a chief. Okay. Um, and, well, senior VP. They like to call it a senior senior vice president in... Uh, okay. In the US, because they can have as many vice presidents as they want. Yes. Um, on the fifth of July, nineteen ninety-four. Yeah. Um, Amazon launches in uh, Bezos's garage, just selling books. Nice. Um, books. That's right. It did just come from books, didn't yes. it? Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. So just just books, which is uh, crazy. I remember a time when someone, like, I remember the time when it was like, oh, I need to buy a book online. Oh, you go to Amazon. Yeah. But that was all you thought they did. Yes. Yeah. That was that was all they did. Yeah. Um, later in the 90s, Amazon started selling uh, music and videos. Okay. Gotcha. Um, in the early days, this is this is what I was talking about with the bell ringing before. There was a bell that rang every time there was an order. What bell ringing? Well, we're talking about how an alert on your phone would be crazy every time. Oh, not on the podcast. Yeah, we were. It was before the podcast. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Um, what was it again? There was a bell ring. A bell rang every time there was an order. Really? Um, and then after wow. the f- like first couple of weeks, it yeah. got too insane. Yes. Because they were getting so many orders, which gotcha. was obviously good for them. Yes. Um, in May 1997, my yes. birthday. Um, really? Amazon listed on the NASDAQ uh, at $1.73. On your per- birthday? 
Not on my birthday, but oh. it, May 1997 is oh, my birthday. Oh, your birth year. Yes. But your birth month in the birth year. My birth month in the birth year. But it was the 16th of May. Not your birthday, though. It was 15 days after my birthday. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, listed on the NASDAQ. On for the NASDAQ, a, okay. For $1.73 <gasps> per share. No. Um, Have they ever split? No, I don't think wow. so. Wow. I'm fairly sure, no. Okay. Um, at least $1.73 in whatever terms it is today. So... Yes. That's in today's terms. If it did split, I don't think they have split though. Okay. I see what um, you're saying. So there was a 93% decline from the height of the top com bubble. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So it was trading at $107 in December t- 1999. What was it? Trading at $7.15 in November 2001. Oh. Um, so less than a, wow. you know, yeah, two years, yeah. two years, and it's um, yeah. 93% down. Wow. If you bought in then yes. Um, yes. and held until today, you would yeah. have made 45000 percent wow because um, the stock price is currently three thousand two hundred and twenty three dollars is it so three you would make four hundred you would okay. make four hundred fifty x yeah your uh your money not bad not so, as good as nano but well yeah true but that's from you know if you had held it all the way from the start you would have made you know however much over yeah a lot a significant amount <laughs> <laughs> a number of times over well you would have made you would have made um over three hundred thousand percent there it is Wow, that's uh, that's what I'm going to lay down. Um, so yeah, but October 2009 is when yeah. you actually would have broken even if you bought in 1999, like um, the height of the yeah. So bubble. so you would have um, yeah. Okay. So 2009 is uh, is when you would have broken even. Wonder if there's anyone crazy. who bought there and held it. Yeah, held it for more than so that's uh, almost 10 years that you would have to hold it um, to actually break even on your trade. Would it be pertinent? Could I just mention something about the dot-com bubble? Yes. Have you heard the new episode with Stanley Druckenmiller? I don't know what this is. Perfect. So there's a... Sorry. The, I think this is really, really interesting. Okay, so, yeah. um, So there's an interview that came out recently with Stanley Druckenmiller. Druckenmiller, sorry. Um, and Just about him. Like, he's just talking. Yeah, who's... Who whose podcast is it? Okay, right. Yes, and uh, and so they, but it's not. It, they're like replaying from another podcast. I don't know who originally did it. Yes. Anyway, so they got the rights to play it. So they're playing it, and it's really it's a new one, which is cool. Anyway, he talks about he's like a fund manager or blah blah. Oh blah, yeah, yeah I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, and so he's like, um, he sells all his positions, and he's like short this whole dot com bubble. He's like, nah, it's gonna burst. It's gonna burst. You yeah, know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And. Yep. Um, and so he did make a bunch of money leading up to it. And then at one point he flipped cause he thought, now nah, this is it. It can't go much higher. Anyway, then for a bunch of weeks, it continued to go higher, which basically yeah. means he's just losing money. He's just like weeping money, but he's got a bunch of younger fund managers below him just making heaps of money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and like 30% a week, whatever. And so he's like, oh, right. I've had enough of this. And so he calls his broker <laughs> and he puts on something ridiculous, like, uh, $30 billion or something. Oh, like a huge amount of money because he said in that I think he said maybe it was ten billion and he lost um, three billion in this trade. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so he puts on a bunch of money to go long for this bubble again, and then within he reckons within an hour he timed the top of the market. Yeah, and it went it just turned went straight back down. He lost through three billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Just because like he was saying it's interesting. But he, he said he didn't learn anything. He didn't learn he anything. He, he knew what he knew. He knew it was stupid because he just it was just emotional. He was just yeah. Um, Saw these people making so much money. So anyway, it's yeah. interesting. Sorry. Well, my next point about Jeff Bezos is that he <laughs> survived a helicopter crash. Did he? Um, He's a bit of a boss, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that until uh, until I had a little bit of a research. Good. Um, he's had uh, he's had a few fails along the way. Good. Um, okay. So he said that his um, the way to keep innovating is to yeah. like keep failing on yes. random things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had, um, and I didn't know this. They had an Amazon Fire Phone. Uh, it was called Am- it was called Fire Phone. Really. Um, I didn't know this either. And uh, and apparently they destroyed a whole bunch of them because um, they couldn't sell them or whatever. No, and, um, they just destroyed them. Yeah, and they just wouldn't. Um, they wow. just it was just a failure. And at the point where they decided to cut it off, they That's um, crazy. smashed it out. Yeah, wow. Uh, now this one was on my mind because in recent developments they've bought MGM Studios for yeah, that's right. eight point four five billion. That's right. Um, so they're most likely buying that one for their catalog of quality content to integrate with Correct. their streaming service. Yes. So integrate with um, Prime Video. Prime. Yeah. Uh, so MGM's produced the James Bond franchise, oh. the Hobbit franchise, 21 Jump Street, uh, the Rocky movies, huh. and the greatest cinematic masterpiece of all time, Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, I haven't seen it. <laughs> as well as a lot of other ones. It's a very serious and Is very it? good movie. Yeah. The documentary? Yeah, documentary, yeah. Gotcha. It's called Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's also... 
he's also it's so it's it's very ironic that he bought MGM because okay. he's the perfect Bond supervillain. True. He's um yeah he's true rich jacked. Yeah, he's like a just got divorced. Yeah. Like building some huge mega yacht thing. Building a rocket ship. Um, yeah, that's right. So yeah, they've got uh, they've got antitrust issues with uh, the regulators as well. That's another thing that's in the news cycle. Have they? Um, I don't know what that means, but yes. Moving past that, <laughs> there's also uh, it's good to be aware of it. <laughs> it's good to be aware of. It. Uh, they've also got minimum wage arguments <laughs> and shutting down unionization. Yes, bunch of union stuff recently. Yeah, shutting down unionization yep. on Amazon warehouse employees. That's right. Um, one of the one of the key things there, I think, is that they can't get um, they can't get shares uh, if they're in a union. I think. Oh, really? Um, oh, so that's why the employees don't want the union, and the employees are happy to get shares. I was wondering why it's they crazy good share. To yeah, have. yeah, because yeah. they they did a big thing recently where they were doing a big vote to see if like they could unionize the workforce and yeah. it didn't it didn't pass eh? yeah yeah that maybe that's why and they just because i mean i think a lot of them are just happy to work for a good company and have good stuff as well as, yeah. well as that though there are a lot of people that aren't happy and yes. do have very bad conditions and stuff but yeah yes um some of the revenue sources the business model and the yeah. products yeah, yeah. um so we've got amazon web services yes i don't um, really know what that is but it's a it's a huge segment of that's that's like what um that would fall. The umbrella of that would be on top of Nano, who runs off gotcha. services. Oh, um, so it's all, like all the infrastructure for yeah, the servers so, and stuff like that. So there's like a whole. You can code um, and use Amazon Web Services yeah. as the fulfillment center for uh, your online thing. Gotcha. So um, if you have an online project, yep. and you need a yeah the infrastructure behind it, yeah right. Um, they can provide that. Use that you as could though like rent it or, or as something though it's fulfillment them. by Amazon. Yeah, you know. Oh, okay, that's cool. So um, I like it, but for IT, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got Amazon Prime. Yes. Now this is here's an interesting one for you. Yeah. Prime is used by eighty two percent of U.S. households. Really? Um, <gasps> for that's reference, in, that's insane. For reference, forty three percent of U.S. households own a gun. Um, fifty one percent of U.S. households are part of a church, synagogue, or religion. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and uh, and apparently, I think seventy percent of them get a Christmas tree. So it's more popular than <laughs> it's more popular than <laughs> it's more popular than Christmas. Christmas, guns, and religion and in Jesus. America. Yeah. Wow. So, um, okay. that's just how how wild Amazon Prime is. It's it is the wild. um, it's the delivery subscription service that comes under Amazon Logistics. You also get the video stuff with that as well, though, right? Yeah. So that's um, yeah. That's uh, that's coming up. Sorry. So sorry, Prime sorry. Um, Prime Air is currently being experimented Prime with. Prime Air. Prime Air is the drone delivery service. Oh, okay. Um, Prime Video is the the next uh, segment. So yes. that's um, yep. their streaming service. Obviously, yep. trying to compete with Netflix and stuff. I like Prime Video. MGM will help with that. Yes, it will. They do have some pretty bad stuff. Yeah. On Prime Video. Yeah. Pretty low quality content. Yeah. So it'll be good if they just keep acquiring like stuff like that. They had um, Top Gear. Yes. Or what's it called? Grand Tour. <laughs> That's the only reason I used to get it. Whenever the Grand Tour episode used to come in, I'd just find someone's account and yes. just use it. They also spent $10 billion, yeah. even more than MGM, on, um, I think, streaming NFL games. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. 100% sure, but yeah, yeah streaming the Did next they? couple they of years of um, that's, NFL that's, games. That's really good. Which is wild. Yeah. Um, there's Fulfillment by Amazon, which comes yes. under um, Amazon FBA, Logistics. Yeah. Uh, there's... There was a one-click patent. I don't know if they still have it. Apparently, it expired in 2017. Right. But maybe they still use it the, as a system but don't have the patent. Okay. But um, that increased sales by 5%. Um, so, it's a... A one-click patent. Yeah. So, you one-click to buy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um, used that. Because it, it, it's already got all your information. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that a lot. So, yeah, their um, they're patent on that expired in uh, 2017, but they reckon right. it increased their overall sales by 5%. Gotcha. Uh, they've got Whole Foods, which is... Um, do they own Whole Foods? Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, he bought he bought that a, five or six years Whole ago. Whole Foods is great. Yeah, it's I very like different Foods. as a brand from Amazon as well. Very different. So it's kind of cool to have like yeah that unique. Um, That's and they good. they would have great. Amazon's got great logistics services, so yes. integrating that with Whole Foods is yes. like yes. next level cost cutting definitely for really high quality products. Yep. Uh, they got Twitch. Yes, that's right. Um, that's streaming right. video games. Yep. They got Alexa. Um, for your home oh, entertainment yeah. system, true. Um, they've got Audible, um, Audible yes. for your eBooks and Kindle for yep. your um, actual books. Kindle, yes. Yeah, so they've got, uh, you know, that's that's just a couple of the the things that they provide. Yeah, they've also got a music streaming service. Um, okay. So, I guess the music streaming service, the Audible stuff. Yeah. 
um, Prime Video, all yeah. that stuff kind of integrates with your Alexa and you can say like, oh, play this on the yes. TV, turn on the... I, I don't wonder know if, if they have podcasts. Do you know anything about that? Oh, you would assume so. On, on, Audible, so. on Audible, I think there is. Audible, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. It's a full auto audio stack of gotcha. stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the... It's like the second thing that they started doing was, was really? uh, audio stuff. Oh, well, like... Because they went books and then music they went, ah, what's kind of like books? So they did music yeah. and video yeah, in the 90s. Yeah. So um, what else have I got? They've uh, The full year revenue for the March 2021 is $419 billion. Um, for March, just for that month. Just for the well, no, just for the um, for the time. full year um, period leading up to that. So year over year. Oh, um, oh, oh I get you. Four hundred nineteen billion. Four hundred nineteen billion. Wow. Profit from that was twenty six point nine billion. Wow. Um, and for in the last year they've grown earnings by one hundred and fifty four percent. Have they? Um, in the past five wow. years it's been forty eight percent per year, um, as an the average uh, growing growth in, yep, in yep, earnings. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so for context, revenue in 2014 was 88 billion, yep. and earnings was negative 241 million. Wow! What so year? In 2014. 14. Okay. Yeah. So, I suppose yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, now do they really need to market as much? Uh, probably not. Probably like, not. They can just take the the income, I suppose. True. Yes. Um, Amazon marketing also does very well as a. Oh, do they? Separate. Uh, well, they do they do that. People pay to list their ads higher on. Uh, Okay. On Amazon, so that's done oh, really well. Yeah, of course. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, True. So the uh, getting into the culture of the company and that uh, kind of thing. Yep. And uh, and Bezos again as well. Yes. He owns 10.5% of the company. Okay. Um, so he did own more, but in June 2019, he divorced his wife, Mackenzie yes. Scott. Yes. Um, and she was given $38 billion worth of Amazon stock yeah, at right. the time. Yeah. Um, so she would be, you know... Also, hundred I don't know what he's worth now, $160 billion or something. She would also be there. Yep. Um, but she's given most of that away by now. Um, yeah, so she... Quite the philanthropist. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Philanthropist. Phila- philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so what, what I was talking about uh, last night with... Um, I'll, I'll cut this bit out. But um, with It's Always Sunny, he has to... They tell him to say that like he's a philanthropist. Oh, yeah. Um, because he's like, they're like, yeah, that's a really good thing. That's like, you want to say that you're a philanthropist for the date? <laughs> and he doesn't know what that means. And he goes, I'm I'm a full on. <laughs> <laughs> now I think you should leave that in. Yeah, right, I'll leave it in. No, yeah. don't leave it in. <laughs> I'm not leaving it in. <laughs> I was like, don't leave it in. I'll just beep it out. Yeah. And he always, says. love to beep stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> there was one bit that I un um, at one stage, but I left the in there. So really? you can hear me saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time. Sometimes just got to get my way. Um, so uh, his um, his whole purpose of what he was doing, yes, Amazon's. Um, so like the way that he set up the company name yep. and everything, yeah. Amazon's not only the largest river in the world; it's much much larger than the next biggest river. Mm-hmm. So that was his whole um, wow. his whole thing philosophy around the company. Wow. Um, PowerPoint presentations are banned in the office. Um, every really? presentation for a meeting has to be a six page memo. Um, what? Which is a really random um, okay. cultural thing. Um, the average tenure for the leadership on the board is yeah. six years, and as That's well right. as the leadership, yeah. uh, which is double Walmart's exec yeah. um, team, and more than Apple at 3.8 years. So yeah. Walmart is three years. Yeah. It's more than most of turnover for like anyone. Yeah, it's, uh, that's quite good. Uh, Jeff, Jeff is um, stepping down as the CEO, which he announced in February. True. He will. So Andy Jassy is the upcoming CEO, who was yes. the president of AWS. That's right. Um, and he's going to become the CEO on the 5th of July, which is the yep. same date that Jeff started the company in 1994 really? or whatever. Cool. So okay. it'll be an exact, Sick. whatever that is, 26 year period or yep. whatever. Yep. 27 year, I don't know. Yep. Um, and his newest side project is Blue Origin. Yes. Which Jeff's been putting in a billion a year to, to that, to, um, wow. take flight. So one thing that's interesting about that, Blue Origin, SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, yep. um, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Richard Branson. Yes. So three billionaires, three space projects. Yes. That's also very cool. I'm going to talk about that in a later episode. Oh, okay, cool. But um, I like it. Just because like... What's, do you know what Jeff's trying to do? Oh. Like he's not going to Mars. What's it, do you know what he's doing? Like oh, I don't know what he's... Virgin Galactic are just flying around and then coming back, aren't they? Yeah, so... Yeah, Virgin's point is to make travel within the world way faster. Yeah. Um, Elon's obviously going to Mars. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what Jeff's trying to do, trying to match them with a billionaire. Something, you know, 
being the richest. I just realised that I've yawned a couple of times, and it's not because it's boring. It's just happened. Yes. And your friends are going to probably comment on it. The tea was not strong enough. Um, <laughs> Bezos also owns the Washington Post. Yes, um, that's right. Which is an interesting one. True. That's cool. Um, yeah. So he's got got a couple of little fun side projects. Yeah. Um, like owning a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's my segment for Amazon. All right. What's, your, think. what's your wrap up? I think my wrap up is that I heard someone say the other day. Yeah. I think it was that guy, the same interview. Okay. He was saying, okay. what will be the first company to hit $5 trillion yeah. in market cap? So yeah. it's currently 1.6. Yeah, he said it's very likely to be Amazon. Yep. So yeah. I also didn't know that Fang was a term invented by Jim Cramer. Nor did I. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yes. I was like, oh, that's, that's neat. I like, yes. I like Jim. Yes. Anyway. Um, do you own it? I own, I own 0.4 shares of Amazon. Okay. So gotcha. whatever that is, three thousand dollars to <laughs> no, not not three thousand, three thousand per one share. Yes. So yeah, fifteen hundred or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So yes, I like it. It's a big yes from me. Oh, cool. Well, not not that big. <laughs> <laughs> not that big. Clearly. Slightly big yes. Clearly. Not all as rich as you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this next segment. Is called selling your e-commerce store. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I like this. You'll like it a lot. Okay. Side hustle vibes. <gasps> is no, this micro so. micro acquire? No, what's that? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's similar. I don't know. Uh, so I've just had a look on. There's a bunch of websites. Is that a website where you can? Yeah, buy yeah. So it. Oh, yeah. so yeah, it's literally um, it's the one that you pay a subscription to. Yes. Yeah. And the subscription is like two hundred bucks a year. Okay. But you can see software as a service companies, e-commerce companies, heaps of different companies. Yeah. They do all the paperwork behind the scenes for free Yeah. on um, trading the company. Yeah. You pay the subscription and then heaps of people pay the subscription and that covers off all of the fees and it's like a 200 oh, bucks really? a year thing. And then, yeah, and then you can buy as many companies as you want and they'll <laughs> handle all the like paperwork and stuff. Okay. It is not that, but I'm sure some of these companies are probably listed on there. Yeah. There's a bunch of different places. There's one called um, Quiet, Quiet Night or something. Okay. I don't know. There's a few different ones. So... I found three that I think are interesting. All three are at slightly different scales. Okay. Uh, I won't tell you. It'll become apparent as I go through it. So I'll just give you the the headline of the company yep. and uh, a little bit about them. Yeah. I only know what they tell in the ad. And even in the ad, for some reason, I couldn't find the actual... Like, I couldn't find a link to the actual store. Okay. I don't know if that's a thing where they don't actually show you the actual store. They just describe it. Yeah, they don't want you to cut, contact them directly or something. Yeah, so that's probably it. Um, so... It's got limited knowledge, but it's enough to make it interesting. So this first one, the store is vacuum and air purifiers. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so it started in 1998. So it's pretty wow. old. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the sales channels include um, Amazon, which is 38% of revenue. The actual website, 20%. Home Depot, which is like Bunnings, um, which is 20%. And then they've got a bunch of others, which is like Lowe's, which is also like Home Depot. Um, Wayfair. Um, Walmart and Overstock. It'd pay a lot more to have all those pre-distributed, like distribution channels already set up. That's right. So it's a value point already. Um, so there's it's three... better than just online. Just, yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, although, yeah. Yes. In saying that, also, there's also value in just being able to make a certain amount of money by people all coming to your website. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it goes either way. So there's, a, there's an associated YouTube channel where they talk about um, the products and I don't know how much you could talk about vacuums, but <laughs> apparently they have, they have 3 million um, uh, average viewers on the YouTube channel, which is a lot. That's very impressive. Um, uh, I thought you were going to say like 10,000, which I would have been impressed with. Yeah, no, 3 million, <laughs> um, which is pretty wild. Um, so that they estimate that there was a loss of $650,000 in gross profit from, stock, from items that were out of stock in 2020. Wow. Okay. So they're implying that there's an opportunity there. If you can actually just, it says in the ad, if you can just keep everything in stock, you could increase the revenue by that much or next year or whatever. Other growth opportunities include email marketing and online advertisement, of which they haven't done a lot of. Wow. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Although you don't know how much this is worth yet. Um, they would prefer an all cash offer, but they're open to rolling equity, implying that they think that there's future value in the business. Yeah. Revenue. Do you want to guess? I think your data point is the three million dollar. Uh, sorry, the three million views on their YouTube channel, and that's been around for 
a lot of years. Do you want to guess? Well, this doesn't sound like a micro-acquire kind of No, deal. no, this is big. Yeah, so I'm going to say $20 million in revenue. Okay, $6.5 million. Okay. And income at the end is one point five, which is a 23% net profit margin. Yes. So that's 23% seems pretty good. Uh, taking out everything. They're selling... Oh, do you want to... Yeah, I'll let you guess this. So the revenue is 6.5. Yeah. Income, which is the main thing, is 1.5. Do you want to guess what they're selling for? I'm going to guess that they're selling at... A, a revenue multiple of 2x, which would mean okay. a price to earnings of 10x, which would be too much. Well, um, I'm going to say that they're selling for 9.2 million. They're selling for uh, 6.9. 6.9? Yeah. Okay. Which is a multiple on the income of 4.5. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's pretty 4. decent. 4.5 multiple. That's a pri- yeah, it's more realistic for a private sale thing. Yep. Yeah. And so it's 6.9 million plus inventory. Yeah. Um, so that's the first one. Okay, second one. Now you've got a bit of a gauge. They're all going to be, they're not all going to be worth that much, but the multiples kind of similar. So um, this next one's this this one's really interesting. So this one's patriotic apparel. So what does that mean? It's like t-shirts with the United flag, United <laughs> States flag on it. Yeah. You know, covers for your guns and stuff. Yes. So obviously there's a bit of a market for that. Um, <laughs> so it's only four point five years. So four and a half years since they started. Yes. Pretty fresh. Yeah. Um, 450, sorry, 550,000 unique visitors in the last month. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Half a million, right? Um, it was started by two former police officers and in 2020, they had over six and a half million unique visitors on the website. Cool. Which is huge amount, you know? Um, that's like 20% of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on Facebook, uh, do you want to guess how many followers? Uh, 2 million. 800,000. Okay. And do you want to guess how many email subscribers they have on file? Uh, 400,000. 763,000, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Year-on-year revenue growth. This is interesting because I think last year was a particularly big year for these kind of people. Yes. Um, Why would that be, Nathan? <laughs> they <laughs> needed to express their love for America <laughs> and okay. guns. Yes. And so, obviously, some purchases were acquired. Yep. So, year-on-year revenue growth for 2020 was 150%. Yes, cool. Is, I'm going to say potentially not repeatable. Yeah. Like this coming year, but I don't know. Growth opportunities. 2024 though. Yeah, okay, true. <laughs> if old mate runs again. <laughs> Growth opportunities include a larger Amazon presence as opposed to just their website. Yes. They've never done a Google ad, so starting Google ads. Yes, okay. Um, monthly subscription-based model. Okay. That was a suggestion. I don't know what that means. Yep. I don't know why you'd subscribe. Like you get a t-shirt every month or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, more and hol- a new gun cover. Yeah, a new gun cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, more hol- with like some dumb thing that old mate said. Um, <laughs> more holiday designs. Okay. So more relevant new um, attire and optimization for SEO, which has had no focus to date. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Which is insane. How it's do these cool. people make money? I don't know. Well, it's a crazy market. Yeah. The one that they're going for. Yes. What are we learning here? Just find a good market. You really don't have to be that smart. Yes. Um, so they've got, uh, do you want to guess what percentage repeat customers they have at the moment? Um, repeat customers? Yeah, repeat uh, customers. 20%. 15. Pretty close. Hey, nice. Um, the, owners, the owners have completely removed themselves from the day-to-day activities. Okay. Gives you a bit of an idea of scale. Uh, so our last one, uh, let me just get that here as well. So our last one, we were doing, um, six and a half million dollars in revenue, 1.5 in income. Yeah. Sold at about 7 million. This one, uh, do you want to guess? Just, I guess your data points are really the followers and the 6.6 unique visitors. Am I guessing how much revenue they Yeah, I guess, yeah, guess revenue. Uh, I'm going to say... 11 million. 15.7 million. Hey, that wasn't bad. Income 5 million. Net profit of 32%. Wow. Which that's is good. pretty awesome. Taking out everything, and also including the fact that they're paying everyone to do absolutely everything because they're not even doing it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're selling. Uh, do you want to guess the selling price? Selling price 23 it's, million. Uh, it's selling at a five. Uh, sorry, it's selling at a 4x multiple. So okay, it's, it's 20, 20 million. 20, yeah. Plus inventory. So they get $20 million Shopify store yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Not, might not be Shopify, but yeah. something similar. Pretty cool. Uh, so the last one. Okay. Uh, this one's really cool. Uh, this one is luxury resale fashion. So I think what this person does, again, it's a bit ambiguous, but I think what they do is they go and they buy a Gucci handbag. Yeah. Okay. From someone 
from their dealers, right? Yeah. And then they list it on their store and someone pays them more than they paid for it. Yeah. So I think that's the the revenue model here. And if you get the exclusive drop, you get the uh Yeah. You get the best stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um and this is really big with Supreme. Yeah, so it's probably that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. I think they have some new things. I think they've got a few suppliers, but it's mostly the resale. So uh, in 2020, they've had 25% uh, year-on-year revenue growth, which is good. For I mean, that's great, to be honest. Um, it was launched in 2013, so it's good that they've still got some momentum. Uh, and so it's got, yeah, it's new and pre-owned luxury goods. They've got multiple sales channels. Growth opportunities include increased advertisement, which is a bit... A uh, bit, bit vague, I suppose. Um, there's an established I- inventory purchase agreement. So I guess what that means is that um, they've got, they can give you the contacts for their suppliers, which makes this valuable because um, you're finding things at a lower, a, a lower price and, I don't know, arbitraging the, um, the profit. Yeah. Um, uh, the owner started a new project and he's kind of sick of this one and wanting to move on. It's based in Boston, um, New York. Boston, uh, Massachusetts. Is it? Boston is in Massachusetts, yes. Is it? Okay. Yeah. New um, York is in New York. All oh, right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, revenue, I don't think you can guess because you don't really have enough information. Did you say Boston and New York or Boston, New York? No, like? I said Boston, New York. Okay, never mind. We'll, <laughs> we'll skip past that. I just wasn't sure if you... It was two places. All right, no, anyway. no, you're right. No, you go. Um, revenue, 1.2 million. Okay, so it's a smaller store, but still awesome. Yeah. Uh, income... Do you want to guess of that in this particular um, uh, model? You just tell me this one. Yeah. 200,000. Okay. So, which is a 17% um, net profit margin. So, do you want to guess what they're selling this at? So, the, the income's 200,000. What do you reckon they're listing it at? I think it's a luxury yeah. kind of brand, yeah. which makes them think that it's worth a 6x multiple. Okay. So, I'm going to say that it's 1.2 million. 350K, which is a 1.5x. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So of um, of uh, profit. Yeah. True. I guess it's a lot of work to source all the yeah. stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. So you could you could make your money back in a year if you grow a bit. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's those three. I guess uh, you could, you, I don't know, you could get a loan and buy one of them or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting. It's cool. Yeah. Thanks. I like that. That was a really interesting segment. Thank you. Yeah. It's always good to see how, um, how those little private companies kind of sell. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna do my own one of those. Perfect. You can do different... So that was just e-commerce stores. Yeah. Uh, you could do... There's heaps of different ones. There's well, SAS. I really want to do one on uh, Micro Acquire. Okay, good. Yeah. Do that. That's literally... You should do that. That's, all right, I will. <laughs> uh, that's us. Um, outro? Yes. Do you want to start it? No, no, no. Just... We'll just go for it. Go on then. No, I don't... Uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the difference between... HQLA yeah. and uh, any other podcast. I don't know. <laughs> We've got a, ours is better. Oh, <laughs> that's been episode thirteen. Cut that out. Thanks. Not not cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs>